0: I don't want to brag, but what did you do last week? I successfully defeated a national villain is what I did. And I didn't even have to be there to do it. That's right, I did it. Okay, fine, mostly Martin did it, but you can't imagine the relief of not having condemned my sister to death. It's… it's invigorating, really. So, as you might be able to imagine, the laser gun I gave Minimizer, that is, sold to Minimizer for several thousand euros, didn't kill Stargirl. It put him in a coma though, which sucks for him I suppose, but seeing as nothing I did would have caused that, it's probably what Martin had in mind when designing the weapon, which explains pretty much everything. Minimizer, electricity-based negator. Very clever. You may remember, Minimizer is literally immortal. Under these circumstances, a coma should have been impossible, and Innie has no idea how it happened. But apparently, Minimizer went looking for a very public confrontation with Stargirl. He got Sinister Smith to publicly call her out on his behalf, Sinister did his thing, hacked all the TVs in a ten mile radius, and gave this sinister announcement that if Stargirl didn't show on Clayton Square at high noon- he actually said high noon, sometimes I think Sinister is just a huge nerd on a power trip- on Monday, a bunch of people would die. So, of course, overachiever Audrey showed up in full getup and with two dozen Indie guards at her back. Which is smart and all, but in this case it was mostly hilarious because they ended up waiting three hours. Minimizer didn't show. They have live footage of 24 guards and a superheroine waiting for three hours. I I realize this is serious, it's just... (sighs) The imagery... They found Minimizer unconscious in an empty apartment a few hours later. He gave the gun a test run before the big confrontation, he had a target painted on the wall and everything, but one shot, and he was out. The gun? Fried. If I knew more about your previous achievements, Martin, I'd really have to say you outdid yourself. (sighs) It feels good to have that off my chest. The weekend was… rough. Now that all that trouble's over, (laughs) who am I kidding, I've got other things to worry about. That thing I mentioned last week that wasn't going to be a problem in the case of me losing the last shred of sanity because I'd inadvertently caused my own sister's untimely demise. Well, now that I won't be moving into a mental institution, it's more of a problem again. Turns out that this flat, this awesome, epic, amazing flat, has some kind of special contract that requires two tenants. Don't ask me how it works, it makes no sense as far as I'm concerned, but I found this rule in Martin's accounting stuff, and it explains why he's been living with a roommate despite being able to afford it by himself easily. I guess it's also a good cover for an evil genius or something. The thing is, I'm suddenly in an acute need of a new roommate, because apparently, in three months, someone's going to come check if there are actually two people living here. Martin might have been an expert at this, but me... I don't think I can juggle college, getting through Martin's extensive knowledge, getting Gordon caught, and pretending everything is all right in front of a total stranger. Or worse, my sister. Yes, despite the superheroine and evil genius conflict, I was considering asking my sister to move in. I was just about to as well, but then she- oh well, this is anticlimactic, but she told me she's Stargirl. She finally admitted to being a superheroine on Wednesday, was it? We were hanging out together, you know, after the whole high noon, she took a bit more time off, Innie's busy trying to figure out what happened to the immortal that's in a coma now, and the other villains haven't been active since then either, everyone's kind of baffled with, you know, one of the most constant threats suddenly gone. Wow. Anyway, she was on edge, waiting for a call, and when it finally came, she got all excited, and then she sat me down for a serious talk. There was no need to fake being nervous, for all I knew she had figured out all of my craziness. But she just started into this long speech, how she was recruited to INI about a year ago, because she had a special potential, the DNA parts needed to bond with the super serum. Apparently she was found because her birth parents were randomly discovered to have the necessary genes to create a child with potential and the government was able to track her down through adoption papers. I didn't have to feign surprise either, I wasn't expecting this so soon, but apparently she really, really pushed hard to get the permission to tell me. She was so excited, it was very contagious, and as she got more and more into telling me about all the great things she's done with Innie, I got more and more excited for her than I've been probably ever. I spent so much time being afraid for her safety, which I'm still very concerned, but her excitement made it so easy to forget, and if it makes her happy, Also, glass houses and all, I'm the one slowly coming to the realization that I really like being an evil genius, so there's that. So I guess I'm now officially in the know. And with that, I also know that her flat is innie-sponsored and guarded, aka she can't really move. So once she told me I got to interrogate her about all the instances she acted like an ass because of her job, one fun thing she told me about when I was super concerned when she wouldn't come home is... She was apparently recovering from a crazy fight with Reaper, and subsequently had some super serum tests to go through. Super boring, especially when she doesn't get to text fun stuff at me. She was specifically instructed just to placiate me and she feels really bad about it, but I've forgiven her for that, it was kind of silly. (laughs) Anyway, the funny bit. Her friend, the one I email spammed, Sam, got seriously fed up with me to a point where he considered just setting up an automatic reply for my mails. At this point I might have messed up. I said, so he's tech support, right? And Audrey went a little pale. Apparently that's something I wasn't supposed to know. I promised never to tell anyone of course, especially since she told me that Innie would come for me if I ever did, which seems shady now that I think about it. She stayed a bit flustered about me figuring out that Sam is tech. But the fun bit is that Sam, aka tech support, from what Audrey's told him about me, Apparently thought I was incredibly stupid for not realizing my sister is Stargirl. This made me a bit flustered because I did figure it out, but for different reasons than I should have according to him, so there's that. Apparently he thought it was hilarious how I could honestly think Audrey was a scientist with how little Audrey actually knows about science. But I never paid attention to that stuff then. I mean, I would now that I kind of get it. And thinking back, yeah, she never did talk about science much. But that wasn't what I was focused on. Sam still thinks I'm dumb and annoying, so I've got meeting him to look forward to. I don't know if I'd get along with Tech, but he can't be any worse than the other man in my life. (sighs) Gordon. He is one confused human. I also considered him as a future roommate, at least a pretend one maybe. But he's now turned from holding back to straight up desperate. He keeps telling me that he loves me and is getting really upset about me avoiding him so much. He goes out of his way to make time for me and make me comfortable. I'd be flattered, except he's crazy, and the implications of that for me are just all kinds of wrong. He's really beating himself up for not realizing how big of an impact killing my roommate would have on our relationship. It is an improvement on him being creepy, overbearing, and hostile, but I don't want to get into it too much with him. I am spending more time with him again, though, and I also told him I'd like to get in touch with the whole criminality stuff on my own terms. As most things now, he meagerly accepted it. This change is kind of scary, to be honest, but the crime on my own terms, which isn't even a lie, probably wouldn't have been a problem anyway. He hardly went on any jobs himself recently, as far as I can tell. So I'm getting some more breathing room in that regard, even if I am still pressed for a new roommate now. Maybe someone from college? Ugh, I don't know. I think they all hate me now for slacking on so many group assignments for no reason. Not to them, anyway. No, to them, I am the devil. Is this what life is like for everyone? Or at least all villains? It can't be, right? Thank you for listening to Normally Ordinary. Today you heard the voice of Esther Reisenberger as Amelia Travis. If you like and want to support this show, please rate and review it anywhere you can and spread the word among your friends. And remember, beyond every mask is another mask, but a slightly smaller one, like those Russian dolls.